Hello, welcome back, friends, to the Bones Brigade Audio Show. This is your host, Larry, and with me, as always, is my good buddy, Matt. Matt, welcome back. Thanks, man. Good to be back. Yeah, Round been, two. here we go. Episode two, we're actually going to dive into a video this week. And uh, before we do that, you know, we've got one episode out so far, and I checked our ranking on the podcast app. And believe it or not, we're already number one podcast that is hosted by two members of the Bones Brigade Mail Order Fan Club. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're carrying. Yeah. There's so many podcasts hosted by <laughs> Bones Brigade Mail Order Fan Club members that, you know, but we're number one. It's quite amazing. It's an honor I always dreamed of achieving. And here we are. Yeah. Here we are. When I first sent away for that, for that membership card back in 89, I figured someday it would pay off and, and here we are finally got that, that sweet, sweet payout. <laughs> well, today's video, a lot of people are probably thinking what the heck, you know, they've seen our title. Now they've clicked on this episode. They're listening. They're probably thinking what the heck is skateboarding in the eighties. And even in the year, 2022 i think this is still kind of a overlooked and not known about video this is actually a video put out by paul peralta that predates bones brigade video show it's called skateboarding in the 80s it was released in 1982 and has a whopping running time of seven minutes and 49 seconds and it's still even a little bit of a mystery to me because there's really no credits at the beginning or end of the video, like who filmed it, who edited it, you know, the whole thing's kind of a mystery. Yeah. It's, um, it's weird to think that there's a, <clears throat> a Bones Brigade video that can fly under the radar like that one does even today. You know, if you think about it, it's, it's something I, I consider myself pretty well versed in this subject and, um, I didn't even know about it till the, till the box set came out. Yeah. I didn't know about it either. Like, like you said, you know, I thought I was this, you know, Powell Peralta super fan know-it-all and I didn't learn about this video until probably 1996 or 97. And uh, so we're just going to unpack a little bit of history of, and uh, some, our insight into this video today. And uh so you didn't learn about this one until the box set? No, I had no idea. I, I got the box set as soon as it came out. And um, uh, and I just was going to watch them in sequential order. And of course, I wanted to watch all the all the uh, extras first. And uh, so I put in video show and on the menu, I went to extras and skateboarding in the 80s. And I thought it was just going to be like maybe a little documentary about, I don't know, I didn't know what it was, but. Yeah, the, the title is more of a description, you know, like yeah. skateboarding in the 80s. Wow, we've got a whole decade here. To yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it turned out to be a video that preceded <laughs> the one I was about to watch. I had no idea it even existed. And it was great. Yeah, it's it's really cool. So the video features Steve Caballero, Rodney Mullen, Mike McGill, and Tony Hawk. This kind of predates Lance Mountain and Tommy Guerrero and a wave of other skaters being on the team. So I was thinking, you know, Powell's always been really great about keeping their videos in print. You know, they're on 
beta and VHS, and then it moved the DVD and now you can get them, you know, digital downloads or they're, they're free on YouTube. But this one never seemed to like stay in print. Like if you were a kid that skated in 1987, you couldn't go to the skate shop and buy skateboarding in the eighties. So I was, I wonder why this one kind of got shuffled under the, under the rug. My guess would probably be because it's so short. I mean, if I had to take a guess, you know, yeah, it is. It's a bit short and maybe a little bit crude, you know, in the filmmaking yeah. aspects of it. But yeah. it's a very cool, like, you know, historical piece to the the video uh, history of the company. Oh, definitely. I first found out about this one. Uh, I'll tell you a quick story. A uh, former girlfriend gifted me the first issue of uh, Transworld Skateboarding, which is dated... Uh, let's see, May and June, 1983. And, uh, you know, that predates my skateboarding years by a couple years. So I was super excited to see it and I'm going through. And then on page 41 is an advertisement. I'll read you the ad. Bones Brigade video, eight minutes of rad action and cool sounds available in VHS or beta, only $30 you know, Paolo Peralta and then the address. So I was just like, what the hell is this video? And it was, you know, my quest began right there. And then, so maybe like a year or so later, I'm beginning my early internet searching uh, adventures. And the first thing I do, you know, I'm, I, I can't even think of like what search engine that would be like links or Yahoo or something. <laughs> yeah. So I'm typing in Powell Peralta Bones Brigade, like all this stuff. I'm, you know, I'm just trying to find like old skateboards and stuff at that point. And one night I came across this forum or message board and I'm, and I'm going through it. And, you know, it seemed to be mostly, you know, people looking for old decks and stuff. And I come across Steve Caballero's on there and he's looking wow. for his cabman board which is oh yeah do you remember yeah, that yeah. they had the iron man yeah yep totally mask or whatever you would yeah. call that <clears throat> i was like oh my god there's steve caballero you can email him and i was just like I, I should ask him about skateboarding in the 80s right yeah so you know there's Which you didn't e even know you didn't even have a title for it at that point it, the yeah that's right yeah because in this ad they just call it bones brigade video you know yeah yeah so i email cab and i was just like you know, Hey cab, I had a question. I was wondering, you know, I have the first trans world and there's an ad for a bones brigade video. I don't know anything about, is there how, like, how could I get that or see it or whatever? And then he writes back, Oh yeah. You know, it's called skateboarding in the eighties. It's just less like short thing. It's like me, McGill Hawk and Rodney Mullen. And then I was just like, wow, this is crazy. You know, and then I asked him, I wrote back, I was like, is there any chance he, or I guess he mentioned that he had, a, he, he still had a copy. So I wrote back, is there any chance that you could make me a copy of this video? I'd really like to see it. That's amazing. And I'm thinking like, there's no way, like this is Steve Caballero, you know, like yeah, he doesn't he's have got time better to, things to do. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to hook up two VCRs and, and, and <laughs> dub, dub a copy for some stranger on the internet. Right. So he writes back, yeah, man, no problem. Send me a blank tape and $20. You got a deal. Yeah. So at first I was like, $20. Oh, man. 
like what's what kind of kind of shenanigans is and then i was like all right well, this is cab like he doesn't need to be 20 dollars. that's fine you know sure yeah send off a tape gives me his address send the tape off 20 dollar bill in the package and i wait and i wait and i'm just like what is this you know i think it felt like enough time had gone by that he would he would get to it or whatever and I was just like, did cab rip me off for $20? <laughs> so I was just like, maybe I should email him, but I feel like I'm being a pest. You know, it's like, do I email cab? I'm having this like inner, inner conflict. Sure. Yeah. And uh, so finally I email him. I was just like, Hey Steve, you know, this is uh, you know, checking in on that, on that video or whatever. And then he writes back like, Oh, Oh, did you get it? I mailed it like two days ago. And I was like, oh, sick. Awesome. So like the next day it was in the mailbox. No way. And I, so I watched it and I was just like, wow. And I still, he wrote skateboarding in the eighties on the spines. I still have the tape. That's incredible, uh, man. Yeah. That's amazing. We'll pop up a a photo and we'll put it on the Instagram. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's worth it. 20 bucks just to have a hand labeled copy from steve caballero it's worth 20 bucks all day yeah for sure and at, at some certain point like oh it's on the the dvd now you know it's just i can't get rid of the vhs you know it's just like oh no hell yeah, no yeah, yeah gotta keep it so that's how i first discovered it so i probably saw it in like 1997 you know that's amazing man yeah i i truly had no idea it existed i mean i i had never heard of it i had never heard anybody talk about it i didn't have magazines that rolled enough to reference it like the one you had and when i you know back in those days i mean i don't know i we just like took magazines apart you know if we had a magazine it went up on our wall like nobody was thinking about like back issues of trans world from you know the early 80s or whatever so yeah i had no idea it existed at all i i was completely blown away when i saw it i was just like there is a bones brigade video that predates video show and yeah nobody knows about it and to this day yeah i mean there's bootlegs on youtube and it's on that you know bonus feature on the video show dvd but i still think it's it's kind of unknown and even if you try to google search about it there's really nothing although i did find an advertisement in the december 1982 issue of thrasher which is kind of like a general uh, product advertisement and they show mm-hmm. a picture of the video it's really small and it doesn't look like it has its own cover it's just like in a generic clamshell like a case clamshell. that has like you know sony videotape label on it or something that's crazy but this thrasher ad predates the trans world one and i will read you uh what's it say here Team videotape, beta or VHS thriller, entirely new and sensational, only $25. Oh, so it was $25 yeah, so the price from Thrasher? Went up. Yeah, $25 from Thrasher, $30 from Transrobe. <laughs> so that's... See, I didn't realize, I don't think I realized until you just said it that, or until you showed me that ad, that it was available to the general public at all. Like, I got the impression from listening to the commentary that it was just basically made for shops you know to play in in the stores but it sounds like you could you could just get it as a yeah i guess you could mail order it or shops would order it to to retail it but i think maybe why it didn't you know one of the reasons was the big vcr boom hadn't 
really it caught on. Yeah, yeah. So well, thirty bucks. I mean, think about it. Thirty bucks in nineteen eighty. What year was that? Nineteen eighty-two. I mean, <clears throat> this video came out. That's a lot of money for a for a kid. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I would spend 30 bucks on a, on a deck or on a eight minute long video that you can't play. Yeah. I looked up a little bit of, I couldn't find any sales numbers for VCRs, but I did find some prices like the VHS tape kind of invented and released in uh, 1977 and a VCR would cost you $2,295 for a VCR. (laughs) And then by the early 80s, they had come down to about $700. So that was still kind of out of reach for, you know, a lot of people. Well, believe it or not, the VCR that I have currently set up right next to me is a VCP. It's a oh, video wow. cassette player. It does not record. Wow. I they forgot were more about ex- those. Yeah, they were more expensive if you got the recorder. Wow. The and recording so was an extra feature. The recording an was an extra, Yeah. Yeah. So this would be the one I would play the tapes on when I dubbed them and onto the, the, the one that I had that recorded. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was out of my price point, even in uh, whenever I got this thing, you know, I had to settle for the player. Yeah. I remember when we got our second VCR, I was just like, wow, we Dude, are rich. We are like, it. yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's nothing my dad can't afford. We have two VCRs. <laughs> All right. So should we uh, get into the video here and break it video. down a little bit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's pop in the tape. So the video starts out with a quick title card that just says Powell Peralta presents skateboarding in the eighties very kind of crude title card it looks almost looks like one of you know i had one of my earlier vhs cameras where if you wrote or typed some words on a paper you would almost like take a picture of it and that would be like your your graphics in the video yeah it almost has that kind of vibe and then it jumps right into i guess maybe you could almost call it an opening montage where it shows one trick from each guy in the video yeah so, you yeah. know, Hawk, Cab, McGill, and the Mutt, Rodney Mullen. And then uh, we also get kicked into high gear by a cool song uh, called Vienna by the band Ultravox, who yes. I'm not familiar with. Do you know, do you know <clears throat> Ultravox at all? I don't know too much about Ultravox. Like I, um, the, only, the only thing I know about Ultravox I read in, um, <laughs> in Get in the Van by Henry Rollins where they they sort of come into Black Flag's dressing room and make fun of them after a show in, in London or something like that. That's that's about it, that in this video. So that's but cool. it's a good song. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a cool song. I, I, yeah. I dig it, you know. So then, you know, after that quick little montage, I guess we'll call it, we have uh, Steve Caballero and Mike McGill skating at the Lakewood Skate Park in California. And since this video is so short, um, I thought I'd dig into a little bit of history of the Lakewood Skate Park. Um, Lakewood Center Skateboard World existed from 1978 through early 1982 and was located at 5,210 Faculty Avenue on the grounds of the Lakewood Center Shopping Mall, which is pretty crazy because I used to live 
kind of close to there. So I've probably driven by the rubble of the Lakewood Skate Park at some yeah, point. Yeah, you probably parked on it. Yeah. The park terrain consisted of a snaked run, banked slalom run, banked freestyle area, half pipe, twin keyhole pools with tile and coping, and a banked non-vertical three-leaf clover. Originally, there was a giant 17-foot deep monster bowl pool with tile and coping. The entrance to the monster bowl consisted of a very rideable and fun mini bowl that could be ridden independently of the monster bowl. And I actually think I've seen some footage of that mini bowl before. The monster bowl was eventually destroyed to make way for a roller hockey rink, which oh, wow. we're going to see a little bit later in the video. That's right. Yep. And it looks like, uh, yeah, the park closed in 1982, which is when this video was released. So the park must have closed shortly after uh, these guys filmed there. Yeah, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think that in the in the commentary i believe stacy peralta says he was filming this stuff back in 79 and 80 but maybe i'm maybe yeah that, that didn't make sense to me because they're riding their pro they're riding models. pro models that's yeah. what i thought too yeah. yeah so those boards are like 81 and 82 yeah you know yeah. so yeah a little blooper on stacy's part but we'll we'll forgive him <laughs> so so cabin mcgill are ripping uh, having a session at the Lakewood uh, here, and uh, what are some of some of the highlights for you seeing here? You know what stands out to me is, um, I mean, aside from the fact that these guys are just like, just going ballistic that young and that and they're that good, you're seeing, you're seeing some like stuff that was kind of a precursor to the production of the videos that was going to come. You know, there's multiple camera, like there's at least two cameras going in this. There's a Super 8 and like it looks like a regular video camera. But the sort of the the blueprint of some of the Powell camera work and the kind of splitting between like, you know what I mean? Like going between a Super 8 and, a, and like a regular video, like even on something like that, like an eight minute video, there was some of that Stacy Peralta sort of, you know, production that was kind of sneaking in mm -hmm. even in those early days and yeah. um you know and, and kind of cutting away to where they had i think it was uh pat darren was like shooting stacy peralta with his with his camera like yeah those kinds of staged little bits kind of shoved in there so it's cool to see like it, aside from the skating part the video sort of direction that the next few videos would take you know yeah you're starting to see the like, germs of the future yeah there's of, seeds yeah. of it being planted there and you can really and you know by the by the time you know future primitive rolls around that that's it's like fully formed yeah but it's and cool he, it's cool to see that to me yeah and even during this the lakewood part here you know cut away to like other skaters watching yeah you know there, yeah, there's exactly. cutaway reaction yeah. scenes yeah yeah, and yeah i love that cutaway to stacy where he's like being stoked he's like yeah yeah he's all like excited because <laughs> the guys are ripping or whatever yeah and you know you would hear later on that he would make them do that kind of stuff yes that's you true. know yeah you yeah know? so it, <clears throat> it's the uh it's definitely a cool kind of incubation video of like oh yeah you're seeing a lot of the a lot of the stuff you're going to see down the road, you're seeing sort of kind of, you know, him play yeah. with those ideas. And yeah, it's cool. For sure. 
as far as the skating, you know, this predates my kind of entry point at, uh, into skating. So it's almost, I mean, we're seeing, you're seeing cutting edge, like groundbreaking skateboarding, like the lines these guys are putting together and the tricks that are back to back, you know, is, uh, very impressive. And to me, in this whole video, Mike McGill is maybe like the most physically mature guy and he's skating like everyone else looks like a baby basically. And McGill yeah. is like almost a man already. And he's just so powerful, like the highest airs, you know, yeah. and the fat, the fast carving, he's like going the fastest. I know it's crazy. And what's amazing is um, how technical those, I mean, the, the technicality of the tricks that were being done on like those giant, I mean, you, you've skated a pig board, you know, you know mm-hmm. what it's like, like no concave, no nose, no, yeah. you know, just like tracker trucks with a huge coper trackers, p- mini three cubics. wheels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, or whatever, just like a big, heavy, all the plastics just like, but the, the level of technical skating that was going on on these boards that were, I mean, I love them, you know, yeah. but that what they were able to do on those is still mind blowing to me. Yeah, like we've already, you know, cabs already doing the the caballero, you know. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And these guys, it they're you know, I guess they could still be considered rookie pros at this time. They're you know, they're riding their first models. I'm not sure exactly when they, if they're riding yeah. their first models, you know, they've probably been <laughs> pro for a year, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I should have looked up when they those guys turned pro. McGill's riding the F-14 board, you yeah, know, which predates, predates his, you know, the skull and snake, the iconic yep. board. So this is all very early. I guess Tony's riding the first Hawk graphic in that. I don't know. I have to go back and look. Is he riding, he's riding a skull? Caballero board? Oh, he's riding a cap. So yeah, he maybe might he's, not even, not, he's not even pro yet. Yeah. Or he didn't have, didn't have his model yet. You know? Yeah. 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 All right. Anything else to maybe touch on this part? I mean, the whole video that's only, you know, it's an eight minute long videos. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's not. Yeah. No, I, I don't know that. No, it's, it's, it, it, it makes you uh, like, like every video back then when I watch it now, I'm still jealous of the parks that California had in the, in the eighties. I mean, yeah. you know, it makes you like, you know, think like, Oh yeah, there's a reason why those guys are, I mean, aside from their own natural talent, but like there was nothing even remotely like that anywhere else, you know, where you're like, oh yeah, here's a 17 foot bowl. And, you know. Yeah. Well, there was that, you know, this time in history of this video, you know, I guess Lakewood closed shortly after this. And then I think from 82, after 1982, that original skate park boom Mm, it was over and the only parks after 82 i think was del mar and the upland pipeline park yeah Yeah, those are the only two probably not a whole lot of lakewood footage out there i mean i i I wouldn't think i'm not sure you know there could be some in you know skateboard madness or freestyling or whatever but i'm not as well versed in those videos nor am i and now a word from our sponsor hey friends do you like skate videos If you're listening to this podcast, then I bet you do. Matt and I are here today to let you know about theskatevideostore.com. Theskatevideostore.com is your one-stop shop for all things skate videos. They specialize in new, used, rare, out-of-print, and collectible videos. Some are even still sealed in their factory shrink wrap. They've got VHS, DVDs, Blu-rays. There might even be a Betamax or two on there. You never know what you're going to find. 
They're adding new titles all the time. Who knows? You might even find a copy of one of the videos we discussed on this very podcast. Check them out today, theskatevideostore.com. That's theskatevideostore.com. Now let's sit back and enjoy the rest of the show. It's a good one. So after Cabin McGill at Lakewood, it pretty much just jump cuts right into Rodney Mullen, also skating in the Lakewood roller roller hockey rink, which I mentioned in that in that history. They tore out one of the bowls for this roller hockey rink. So I guess maybe you can kind of see skateboarding's on the decline that they're yeah, you would say that. Or maybe I mean, it's already on on the way back up. I don't know. This might be like the darkest time i think this was a pretty pretty dim time for yeah for for it yeah for sure rodney mullen in this part is mind-blowing mind-blowing what else can you say about it like the guy's like how old is he in that part 14 15 he's got to be pretty young yeah and the camera doesn't come off him for yeah it's like one one whole routine and he doesn't miss a single you know, he doesn't put his foot down one time. Yep. He, it's insane. Like, this has been talked about. We're not the first people to sit here and go like, Rodney Mullen. But like to, to watch somebody that flawless, that young, that long ago doing that stuff. Like, it's crazy how good that guy is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he in, he invented his own style of skateboarding. I mean, freestyle yeah. before him is just like, three stick sees and, and handstands yeah. and you know yeah, yeah. kind of like circus ballerina ballerina maneuvers or whatever yeah. so he's just like skating on every you know he's standing on the wheels he's standing i was on the just side. gonna say yeah he does that wet wheel that where he flips the board over grip tape down yeah on the ground and just he's standing like, on the wheel jumping does that on little the kangaroo hop between the yeah. wheels or whatever <laughs> That it's one insane. didn't seem to uh, continue on because I used to watch no. those uh, NSA contest videos from like 85 and 86 where, you know, Rodney, you know, they, in the freestyle, it was Rodney would always win. And yeah. you kind of, I got so familiar with his routines kind of, yeah. but there's some stuff here. I did notice we don't have the flatland Ollie yet. We don't have the Ollie impossible uh, or the no kick, kick flip, you know, kind of the big things he's invented. Yep. So the closest, I think, maybe he does, you know, he's doing, he's flipping the board with his, he's using his hands where he, you know, yeah. it's like kind of the motion of a burial kickflip, but he's doing it with his hands. Yeah. Or I think even at one point he does like the Ollie impossible type maneuver, but he flips it, flips it over with his hand. Mm-hmm. So he's getting there. He's got these, he's got these tricks, but he's just yeah. got to figure out how to do it without his hands. Yeah. It's just, it's just insane. Like, (laughs) I mean, I don't know when you see, you know, I think that my appreciation for like freestyle skating has grown, you know, when I was younger, I didn't care at all. Yeah. Me too. At all. You know, I, for, I fast forwarded through every one of those sections and those videos most of the time. Yeah. But now when you look back on it, it's, I don't know. You you can appreciate it so much more from you know seeing where skateboarding went, and just being able to tie it all back to what was going on like with that guy at that time, yeah. And the amount of groundwork he was laying down, it's insane. But I think that, like, I don't know, Rodney Mullen, to me, 
is like the great underappreciated member of the the Bones Brigade. I mean, you know, I, I don't think that that's like, you know, I think that like he, he just for for when he was in that when he was on that team, like he he was doing so much and he was innovating so much and he was setting the pace for everything that was going to come after it, but he got no, I mean, this is, again, like this has been talked about, but it's like, everybody's talking about the vert dudes. Yeah. And then there's Rodney Mullen, like off in the background, just like doing this stuff that was kind of fast forwarded through by most people. Yeah. But like, if you look at it now, it's like, you know, you're fast forwarding through, like the foundation of skateboarding as we know it today. Exactly. I don't know. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, he was, de- I think, definitely underappreciated back then because, you know, Vert and then was at the forefront and the emergence of street skating being the most accessible form. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people just couldn't hang with, you know, those tiny boards and, and shin guards and really tight short shorts or whatever. And it was kind of pushed to the wayside, at least, you know, my yeah. friends, you know, we just wanted to see, you know, street skating or, and I, you know, I love vert too. Cause you know, that was like the dominant, you know, aspect of skating when I started. Yeah. Well, and also freestyle was all like, I don't know. It, it, when I, the first video I ever have a psycho skate, I don't know okay. if sure you've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, that, so I think the first freestyling I ever saw on video was like Primo and Diane. And they were like, you know, that was just the most like, neon you know like, yeah uh, choreographed choreographed and like the the um, leg warmers and you know what i mean like <laughs> fingerless gloves <laughs> yeah yeah and everything's all like you know neon and like whatever and so i you know i just was like oh this is this is corny like you can't and then you got hasoy you know in the next part or whatever and you're like well what are you gonna what's cooler you yeah know? <laughs> yeah so after rodney we moved to Tony Hawk at the Del Mar skate park. Um, very, very kind of short part here. Yep. Um, and the Del Mar park existed from August, 1978 to July, 1987. But here we are in an afternoon in 1982 and it looks like Stacy's shooting on his super eight camera and just a few Hawk, Hawk doesn't have his pro model yet. He's riding the Caballero board. Yeah. That's a pretty and, short uh, part. It's only few tricks along yeah i mean he's so again you know everyone in this video is like a child but hawk is just so and cab they're both yeah. like so small and skinny it's 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 crazy and hawk there's a couple tricks that stand out to me the kind of caballerial the axle stall oh yeah so he's kind of already you know taking the caballerial and kind of playing with it and you know inventing new tricks out of it and he and I really like he does a shove it rock and roll that I think looks really cool. Yes. Um, he's got huge backside ollies already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, huge backside ollies, and the guy had to weigh seventy five pounds soaking <laughs> wet. Yeah, you know. And also, there's a couple tricks from Cab and McGill here too, kind of sneak into Tony's part. So Tony has these shared parts. <laughs> Because in video crazy? show he's got Steve he's got Steve Sedum yeah. in there with him so that's right yeah. yeah that's right but real quick 
uh and then it just what is the second song i couldn't find any i tried to shazam this this song you know, this is just this weird instrumental track uh, yeah, i couldn't find any info on this thing again you know getting into what what was to come with mm-hmm. with the way that the bones brigade videos would you know you'd have like one song that was like a complete mind-blowing like what is this this song rules and then the rest of it would be like you know you kind of have some weird kind of canned <laughs> i don't know what to say like freeform jazz instrumental thing or whatever like kind of just playing in the background and you never quite know what it is so that's about it and then it it just jump cuts into some ending credits and it just says the the skaters featured and has their name and then has the powell address and that's it you know that's it yeah there's the video the whole video seven minutes and 49 seconds yeah there's you know full-length videos where a certain skater will have a part that's even longer, longer than For that. Sure. Just oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But since it's so short, I wanted to throw a what if at you. Okay. To, uh, speculate on a little bit. What if they had done a, a video earlier that had like Alan Gelfand, Ray Bones, Jay Smith, you know, David Z, like all the earlier kind of lesser known undocumented yeah. Stacy, at least himself. in the video realm, Stacy himself. Yeah. 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 I w- that would be super cool to see. And then also, I would wonder if that would have propelled the, those guys to be able to stay around in skateboarding and they would have been at the forefront. And yeah. then, you know, the Lances and the Tonys and Cabs and everyone that we love would have mm-hmm. been like the B team. But, in, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, I think like, yeah, because I mean, all those guys were, were gone they were out of skate besides Stacy. And I mean, he was, you know, running the, or starting to run the team, but yeah, all those guys you mentioned were basically retired. I think by the time. Yeah. I think they, you know, the 80s yeah, they had and aged they, out and had to go get, yeah. get jobs and aged out or whatever. at yeah. 22 or younger. Yeah. I yeah. mean, probably younger than that, but yeah, no, it would be incredible. I mean, there's so, there's, I remember seeing the, uh, you know, Alan Gelfand first Ollie footage in public domain. And you're just like, what? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would, that would be amazing. And, and, uh, just to see, um, <clears throat> like a little more of it's just what those guys were like, like what they're, you know, what, how did they skate? Like, I don't really know. There's not a whole lot of footage of Ray Bones out there from those times, you know? Yeah. I should dig around and maybe collect up all the like the earlier Powell guys and other random seventies movies or whatever, and maybe cut together a little video or something and we'll put it on Instagram or something. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd yeah. Be cool. I mean, yeah. Cause like those guys all had, you know, they all had boards, they all had graphics. They were, you know, yeah. But by the time, I don't know, it's, it's weird to think about things in the context of, you know, uh, an internet free world because back then, you know, you just didn't know who those guys were. Like you, I, I didn't know, I didn't know that the skull and sword was a, was once a pro model graphic. Yeah. It was know? Ray Bones. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I, I I didn't just, know. I had either. no idea. Yeah. I thought it was a team, a team model for forever. Yeah. It wasn't until way later that I was like, Oh, Ray Bones, Rodriguez, Rodriguez. Like who, who is that? And like, Oh my God, like that was his graphic. That was the skull and sword. Where are all the where's all the skeleton stuff in the background, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like pre, you know, pre-internet, I don't know. There's just no, nobody talked about that stuff. Those guys were forgotten by the time, 
You know, yeah. it's not like Thrasher or, or Transworld was talking about Alan Gelfand or Ray Bones. Yeah. Yeah, I just yeah. thought that would be a cool what if to think about, you know, if there was a an earlier video, if those guys had stuck around that were in this video kind of mm-hmm. thing, that would be that would be awesome to see. That would be amazing. All right, everybody, that's about it. Just a quick video. We're just uh, still cutting our teeth on this thing. So we thought we would, you know, kind of do these videos in order. And this is one that predates what is considered, you know, bones brigade video show you know they always had the tagline like bones brigade video one or two or three and this doesn't have that so maybe we'll just call it bones brigade video zero i guess yeah oh and by the way if you search for it on youtube and you put in skateboarding in the 80s you will be disappointed because you won't find it yeah that's just a broad search term yeah yeah but it it is on youtube if you want to see it that's under the name this is this might be dated in a couple of years if it gets pulled down, but it's called Powell Peralta Skateboard Video 1982. Or you can get the box set. Yeah, there you go. So if you want to watch it, highly recommend it. Eight minutes of your life, well spent. Yeah, so everyone go watch that uh, video and we'd love to hear what you guys think about it. So check out the video and then drop us an email at show at gmail.com. Or you can just go to the Bones Brigade Audio Show.com and uh, it has the link to our email. And uh, we'll read some of your feedback. What do you guys think about this video in, at the end of the next episode? And uh, so you can do that if you'd like. We'd love to hear from you guys. And you can also check us out on Instagram at the Bones Brigade Audio Show and at Facebook.com slash the Bones Brigade Audio Show. I got the URL. So we can kind of have a direct link to that now. And uh, we'll be updating as we go along. So without any further ado, we will see you guys in a couple weeks. And uh, until then, never stop searching for Chin. 